Hello and welcome to the Age of AI podcast. On the show, we talk to entrepreneurs and innovators all over the planet who are using machine learning to transform their industry. And we mean real-world applications, tangible business value, not just research projects. This podcast is produced by Sandcrem Transnational, which is a global education company helping non-technical entrepreneurs and executives become technically fluent. Thank you and hope you enjoy the episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Age of AI podcast. In today's episode, I'm speaking with a new, very special guest, Andri Kivimaki. And Andri is the CEO of a company called AI Spotter, which uses machine learning in a really cool way for the sports industry. So they use AI to improve sports broadcasting, sports training and coaching and who knows what else. And in this episode, we're going to understand how all of that works and why it's cool. So, Andri, thank you so much for joining us. I'm super excited to have you. Thank you, Eman. This is really great uh, opportunity for, for us to be your guest. I'm, I'm really looking forward to talking with you uh, over this podcast. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. Cool. So, before we get into explaining what you do and how you do it from a technical standpoint let me set the stage with the big picture context right so that the audience can follow better yes yeah so let's start with who are your different types of customers our different type of customers are uh, at this moment are sport streaming and broadcasting companies and also uh security uh, uh, video analytic companies and mm-hmm. especially in sport side we are uh, good in uh, analyzing football uh, or mm-hmm. soccer uh, volleyball horse racing uh, we understand uh, those sports straight through the video mm-hmm. the specific uh, events so you mentioned sports streaming and broadcasting companies that was number one yes and yeah. then there was uh, home security companies home security companies or video surveillance uh, companies mm. that video surveillance uh, companies. yes that mm-hmm. uh, we can understand uh, also their videos uh, predefined events mm-hmm. and uh, so these are the two main categories right yes and, exactly. uh, before this you were also working with some sports coaching and uh, that yes kind of thing. yes we did we started our business in sport uh, uh, analytics meaning that our customers were sport clubs teams and players and especially in football ice hockey and floorball mm. and uh, we build them a, a platform that they can upload their videos and we can uh, automatically analyze the those uh, events from the video for for the um, video analysts and um, then they can share that um, that those highlights to their team members mm-hmm. but um, unfortunately um, covid came and we need to fine tune our businesses that uh, that we get uh, money to run our operations so so that's why we need to sort of uh, pivot our businesses uh, last year Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So let's take the sports streaming and broadcasting companies first. Uh, yes. So what their before you came along, what what was their situation? What was their problem that they have? Yes. 
The problem what we want to solve uh, for them is that they have, you know, um, tons and of, tons of uh, video material and they want to analyze that and uh, they do that as uh, at this moment manually and that's very time consuming and it's take off a lot of resources i mean man, man, manpower to do that and we want to automate that uh, uh, for them and uh, one example is that uh, last summer we have um, in europe euro 2020 uh, football uh, championships and we work with the uh, finnish national broadcasting company with them and um, we delivered for, the, for them uh, two types of uh, services that um, we analyze from the live stream we analyzed every time um, player was scoring a goal and sport broadcasting companies and uh, streaming companies they want to um, uh, provide for the audience you know uh, mm -hmm. fast and accurate data and as soon as possible and oh, and um, we automate that and because um, by automating the uh, content creation process they get more fast and more accurate data from the video mm -hmm. than they are doing that manually because by manually doing you know it takes you know hours and hours to do that and it's uh it's maybe not accurate and so on so what kind of data do their audiences need what is this data that we talk can you give me some examples well for example in football they want to get uh, the highlights uh, when you know player is scoring a goal or if there is you know uh, corner gigs or um mm -hmm maybe uh citros or you know uh, when somebody is getting a green uh, red card or or yellow card or whatever so um those are the interesting things uh what what um uh, audience want to see and mm -hmm. also because uh you know people time uh is is more maybe restricted so uh people don't have time to you know uh, you know watching a two-hour you know football match mm -hmm. so they maybe want to have uh, highlights from mm -hmm. the matches after the matches so we create those highlights uh, uh from those matches and and then they can enjoy the the football matches uh you know more mm, i see i see more maybe more often yeah mm. So, uh, so when you talk about, you know, the interesting events, basically, in a sports match, let's say there's a football game and, you know, somebody takes a corner kick, that's an interesting highlight. Somebody, mm -hmm. the referee gives a, a red card or something, that's an interesting yes. highlight. When you're watching, when we're watching live a sports match, yes, usually they just have somebody manually you know, choosing which camera to focus on, right? Sometimes they're even yes. looking at the audience, like the spectators. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And but you're talking about after the match, after the match is over, uh, there is like another process where they actually manually go through the whole, all the footage of the of the match, and they cut, you know, highlights out of that. Or is this for both for the live event as well as for the after editing? Yes, we can do both. We can uh, analyze live events uh, from uh, events from the live uh, video, like we have done, and also post analysis. Uh, that's what we can do. Also, that uh, find the predefined event from the from the any video. 
so so what do they so if your product was a black box right yeah and let's say i'm the, i'm a streaming company yes um and so i have a process right now where it's like okay i have these 20 20 30 whatever cameras uh, all over yeah. you know all over the stadium and that i'm getting yes. footage from yeah um and i have people and commentators and this is a live match right and i have all these yeah. operations about somebody is commentating the, the somebody's d- deciding which camera will focus on like will be focused yeah. on at any given yeah. time yes and uh, so and let's say your now your system is in here like as a blog as a black box so mm. how yes. does this black box fit into that operations process like how do they use the outputs of whatever you're giving them yes okay so um maybe one more uh, uh comment that that um our system is so that we can easily integrate to to your current uh, system so uh we don't need any specific platform okay. to make our our service function but we okay. can you know through abi we can uh, easily integrate to your system and then um we can we can analyze those uh, 20 streams and create a predefined um and analyze predefined highlights from those matches and then deliver those uh, highlights to to customer uh, like cloud or mm. place where it's uh, where it's uh, decide, beforehand decided and then you know uh, the producer can decide that uh, what uh, he or she want to show mm-hmm. or uh, when we you know get the you know enough degree of trust like we did with one of our one of our customers so we deliver straight through the video highlights to mm-hmm. the uh, platform mm-hmm. so uh, our service is is uh, is very very uh, straightforward that uh, we can uh, analyze any video mm-hmm. and then we did uh, run through our analysis in the cloud and then we deliver the highlights uh, to um, to cloud where we have uh, uh, agreed uh, with with the customer mm-hmm. so uh, so and we can the... deliver the highlights or we can deliver the timestamps Mm, I see. So, what does the user see? Like, what's what's the output coming out of your system? Mm. What do they see yes. on the screen? Yes, they see in the screen. They see two two kind of things. They they see the highlights, uh, the highlight short video clip from the uh, from the uh, event, like uh, goal. Okay. So we can decide that is it a 15 second or 20 second goal the uh, customer get that mm. and also it customer get so called timestamp uh, mm. telling that the exact time that when the event was happening so it get two kind of uh, information from the same event mm. and it's then it's various that uh, what uh, what um, uh, data uh, producers want to use Mm-hmm. So if I'm the producer and this is a live broadcast, I'm looking at my screen. So I see, okay, there's a clip. Uh, there's a list of there's a list of events that are coming out yes. of your you know yeah. out of your system, and yes. one of those events is labeled as oh goal, and then you I can choose 15 second or 20 second clip and uh, the timestamp, and I can see okay yes. referee red card. I can see okay mm. two players are fighting or something like that. Whatever. Uh, 
however that yes. works yeah hmm. yeah yeah and then exactly. i can choose okay yeah. this clip i want to show to the audience through you yeah. know, through the streaming platform yeah 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 through your system yes i see so they so they let's like see a list that's constantly adding new events Mm, yes, 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 and even for for we can even you know reproduce the the highlights that when it's needed you know we can add logos or you know text or whatever it's needed for for those uh, and automate also that process. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's so that uh, that one I understand. Um, and uh, so, what are the inputs to this system? So the output we saw that the output is. Okay, you have a list of events that are mm. pop, that are slowly populating the screen. That okay, this happened, this happened, this person took a free yes. cake, da 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 da, whatnot. Um, that's the output. What is the input that you take in? We take video. Mm-hmm. Only what we need is is video uh, from uh, from our customer, and it can be any kind of video. It can be you know YouTube video. It can be broadcasting video. It can be uh even mobile video mm. and uh, mobile phone video and we can uh we run that through our uh algorithm and then uh we deliver that uh, that um, highlights to to our customer and also in addition to that we can um even enrich the uh, video that we can combine a video with uh, numerical data mm-hmm. or sensor data Mm-hmm. whenever it's needed so that makes uh, uh video analysis uh, uh more in mm, sometimes more faster and uh, more accurate and uh, uh yeah so that's also possible mm-hmm. um okay so uh, you you basically basically taking the raw video is that is the audio also necessary for the system, or does it take only the image, the image stream? Both goes. We can oh, okay. do also audio video. Yeah. The other situation is that there is both this image and audio. Uh, both goes uh, for us. Hmm. And we can we can use also audio. We understand also audio. So that's uh, that's even uh, better for customer. I see what you mean. So, in a sense, um, so the models that you train are they trained on both video or, or actually, you know, let me let me skip training the models first. Let me talk about some other things. Okay. So, okay. So, and without the system, people what what they do currently is is what like uh, how do they currently like i can see that okay these are the outputs coming on the screen if you didn't have those outputs right if yep. i if, if 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 we were to look inside the office of a you know producer who's handling this live uh, sports broadcast what do you see happening yeah. there what are they actually doing uh without automation uh, we see that, that there are if there is, you know, 20 cameras set up and they want to create uh, from from those uh, all those camera, uh, cameras highlights. So there is at least, you know, 20 people in the studio and creating highlights from those uh, different uh, uh, cameras and doing work manually. I mean, maybe, you know, taking, you know, paper and pen and taking the uh, 
times wow. that when sometimes some things ha happen and then you know later on uh, creating the highlights uh, uh, from the video or they can um, they have a platform specific platform that they create uh, through that uh, platform uh, those highlights uh, manually mm. and but that's that's uh, takes a lot of uh, manpower to do that and and it's yeah so it's um, and sometimes it's uh, sometimes even uh, you know uh, by doing it uh, it ultimately it's more accurate mm -hmm. and even faster. Mm -hmm. And so when you so it sounds like okay, so in typical you know in the typical scenario, if mm. you have twenty cameras, then you have you know almost that many people in the room yeah. who are looking at each camera yes. and trying to understand what's going on and you know yeah. Uh, and then to create a highlight, they choose okay this footage from this camera, and then you switch cameras to this one uh, to see what's going on, and then they create the highlight manually, like they're actually live editing yeah. Yeah. Uh, in a way yeah. so that let's say there's a goal, and uh, then after like let's say five like you know thirty seconds, forty five seconds, you have somebody you suddenly see on the you know on the screen okay the highlight like how the, the replay of the goal, right? Yeah. I yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so with our service, you can get uh, from the live stream. You can get in five seconds the the uh, highlights and uh, to your uh, platform. So we have the world record in that uh, creating uh, how fast we can create the highlight. We don't. Oh, we wow. know that uh, our competitors they can do that in like in five minutes, but we we do that in in seconds. Wow, that's amazing. Um, and this is, you know, using uh, purely, you know, a machine learning model. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. Just and and what about, you know, when I when I usually watch a replay of a goal or a highlight or something, usually that highlight, that replay has multiple camera views, right? The first yes. five seconds mm -hmm. is from this camera because the ball looks good from this angle. Yes. In, and then yeah. they show... Yeah. From this angle, the players are, you know, how they're reacting to the ball going and mm. and whatnot. So, yes. so that's more of the cinematic angles, right? Like making it look more cinematic and more yes. thrilling to the audience in the replay. Yeah. How does your system decide how to make it look cinematic, or is that something that you let the producer decide? Producer will do that. We that's that's something that what we cannot uh, automate at this moment. Mm, but uh, it, it, it's always the the producer decides the the angle and what they want to show. That's something that uh, I think that AI cannot, you know, do. Mm, I see, I see. So it's like you have inputs from all these twenty different camera streams, mm. and you analyze the streams and you find different events happening, right? And the yes. events show up yeah. on the producer's uh, screen. The producer yeah. sees, okay, that's, you know, people are fighting. Let me zoom in. Let me find that clip. Yeah. Okay, and then let me choose yeah. Let me choose which cameras I want to show this from. Yes. Yeah. Um, from within, yeah. That, within that time slot of 20 seconds, yes. 15 seconds, yeah. whatever it yeah. is. Mm. I see. Yeah. I see. Yeah. So yeah. your, yeah, your yeah. system does it within five seconds. And then the producer takes their sweet time just, uh, you know, choosing like the right angle. So maybe they do take maybe 30, 40 more seconds. But it's not like it's taking five minutes to, you know, first take down the notes and like, uh, having that whole orchestration. 
now I lost your last. Oh. Uh... Yeah, I was saying that. Uh, so it's not like it takes you five seconds for your system to create or find the event. Yeah. And then the producer takes their own sweet time in choosing the right camera angles and the cinematic, uh, you know, stuff, and then creating the final um, output, which is the highlight yes. video. I see. Yes, exactly. The producer always, you know, uh, make the decision what they want to uh, show for the audience because uh, I think that, uh, you know, uh, AI cannot, you know, cannot feel the feelings yeah. that uh, what what the uh, what the producer can uh, show and because the producer, you know, can see and get the feeling that uh, that uh, what. He, mm. uh, he wants or he, she wants to show to, to the audience. Mm, I see. Yeah, totally, totally. Uh, that makes sense. I see. Um, cool. Wow. And so you and so you said that you have the world record like five seconds, right? The five seconds yeah. is for the five seconds is for to create the highlight to create the to create yeah. the event to create the event on the screen. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And to take that uh, to to a customer platform and uh, and and out from that platform it takes around one minute and so it's ready for 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 our for, to show to the final customers wait so you and said that, uh, can, yeah. can you say that again so it how uh, what are the different it's, steps here so so it takes five seconds uh, to create the uh, highlights and then it's take and to take that to a customer, you know, platform what the producer is using, and through that it takes around one minute uh, to get to the uh, end customer. Oh, I see. Yeah. So the producer yeah, does always... it in one minute, but you can do it yeah. the first part in five seconds. I see. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I see. Wow. So this is real time video it analysis. It is real time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's real time video analysis. Five seconds yes. of the event happening. Your camera has already found the highlight and put it in front of the in on the uh, like uh, like on the uh, PC of the of the guy who is running the show. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Wow, I see. And it's yeah, and then you can start sharing the moments, best moment from the match or training or mm. whatever uh, concert it is. So when you talk about this from a training perspective or a coaching perspective. Does it work the exact same way, or uh, how does it that works work? Exactly. The, yeah, exactly. It, it works exactly the same way that uh, uh, with our uh, intelligent algorithm, we find we can find from the, you know, basically from any video the same same events uh, uh, to our customer. Mm -hmm. So, from a coach standpoint, what kind of events are they interested in seeing from the training session? Uh, they want to see the events that are leading to the goals, mostly mm -hmm. because that makes uh, the you know the uh, difference in the uh, between the teams, and then of course openings and uh, corner kicks, mm -hmm. for example. I see. So it's not like uh, so for coaching, it's still like at the high level strategic play of what's happening in the game. Not like you're analyzing every player and if they're the player is doing something that's injury prone or something like that. Yeah, yeah. We can do. Uh, uh, there are two 
we must maybe separate two different levels that mm -hmm. uh, from the video basically from the video we can find the uh, um, these specific events but and uh, we cannot uh, define the who is the player but when we combine with video sensor data or you know any numerical data then we can specify also the player that uh, and then um, make um, uh, high highlights or also um, uh, per what specific player has done uh, 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 in the field but at this moment, uh, to our understanding, it's very difficult to understand only by using videos, uh, 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 analyzing uh, player performance. So to get more uh, the accurate data, uh, to get accurate highlights uh, uh, from football, for example, for football matches uh, per player, it's, uh, it requires uh, more, more, more than video. Maybe it needs, you know, more video, ang more, multiple video angles, or then it requires uh, uh, sensor data or, or or data. We have done that. Uh, we have analyzed uh, uh, um, football matches or uh, ice hockey matches uh, per player, but then we have used uh, sensor data in addition to. Uh, mm -hmm. Uh, to video. Mm, I see. So what kind of sensors are are these, except for the video sensors for player individuals? Like heart rate monitor data or, you know, sensors in the shoes or, or mm -hmm. for example. Interesting. So let's, so let's get into, you know, how the training or the system works, right? A little bit. Yep. Uh, of course, we won't get into the actual algorithm, but from the inputs and outputs and how it works. So in basically uh, our system works the way that we get our uh, customer video data. And uh, then we define that what events we want to find uh, uh, from the video. And um, then we, train our model to find the predefined events uh, from the video like in football the uh, like goals or corner kicks and then uh, we run our model uh, through our customer video mm -hmm. and then we deliver the highlights to our customer uh, cloud for example and then they can start using the uh, highlights or timestamps I see. So, uh, so it sounds like it's at the beginning more of a classification model, where it looks at a certain video section and it says, "Is that a goal or not? Or is that a goal or a corner cake? Or is that yeah. something else?" Exactly. Yeah. So it has some sort of yeah. labels that it just puts on the on the video segment. Yes. Yes. And we create the models, uh, specific models to uh, to understand. Uh, the predefined events in it can be various how much uh, data uh, or images we need to uh, train the model but um, it can be you know uh, tens uh, 10 images but like in corner gigs model we needed uh, more than thousand uh, wow. images to to make that uh, that it's uh, accurate uh, accurate percentage is uh, 98% oh wow yeah i mean a goal because i, I so, so i can see that a corner kick 
if you feed it to yeah. if if you feed it to a model you know yeah. finding the difference between this is a corner kick versus this is a free kick or a penalty kick you know yes. it takes some context it takes it takes some it more is. context to understand what makes it, it a corner kick right yes feature. exactly and, uh, and because uh, you know uh, football is played outside so it can be you know it can be rain it can be sunny and you know that kind of always you know uh, have um, uh, affection to the to the model and then uh, how the um, how the image look like mm-hmm. how easily it can be you know find from the video of the events if it's very rainy so the ball or player is very difficult to find but uh, mm-hmm. yeah so have to have different kind of examples i see so so you said that you if i understand correctly you train different models for different types yes. of events yes i see yeah. so the same image or the same stream of images is sent into all these different models so you get different labels for each one like okay is this a goal or not yeah. is this a corner kick or yes. not is this a free kick or not yes i see what you mean i see what you mean i see yep. uh that's interesting and uh, so how did what was the reason for this multi model approach i mean it makes sense to me but you know for somebody like uh, to explain more simply what was the challenge in having just one model that can find all different types of events um pick, yeah there is um uh, yeah uh, all events you you have to uh to find from the events from the video you have to train you know models that they can find these specific events and uh and so you have to have multiple uh models mm-hmm. that uh, that uh, you can uh analyze uh, that that you can cover for example like uh, whole football matches uh that you can analyze that uh throughout uh, automatically so you have to have um, multiple models and each event requires own model Mm-hmm. The, you you cannot have a general model uh that 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 um that uh, analyze uh, everything but it's uh, it's just, uh, uh, all time you have to have a specific model mm-hmm. to make that uh, you know uh reliable and accurate i see what you mean i see what you mean and they all like you know analyze the video in parallel uh with the same stream and they can come to their own conclusion and this way you get more events as well exactly you get to find yeah. more events yeah i see yeah. and so yes. how do you what how do you find like do you have to label the data yourself to you know train all these individual models or how does that work uh so far we have labeled our data by ourselves because it's very critical part of the whole process that uh, the uh labeling data is accurate and it must be labeled very careful way that it's uh that because you based all your analysis on that labeled data mm-hmm. so it's it's very very critical part of the whole process mm-hmm. that it's uh it's uh, it's uh, very carefully done 
Mm, I see what you mean. So you you didn't consider like for example outsourcing the data labeling or like doing something like that? Yes. Uh, maybe uh, I hope that uh, we we do that in the future that we get you know uh, so much uh, so so much business that uh, we you know need uh, uh, we need to outsource that uh, that process mm -hmm. and uh, then we need to do that. Mm, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. Yeah, I mean I I, I do recall uh, a long time back when I was you know still doing being an active machine learning engineer once i had to design a system for a grocery store and uh, we were building a robot that could go around the grocery store and help people pick fruit so if you picked up a fruit and showed to the robot like hey what is this fruit the robot would say oh that's an apple that's a mango that's uh, yeah. something jackfruit or whatever and uh, to train that model first i tried to find images online on the internet yes yes uh, and i tried to label them automatically or with something and they, the model was so terrible we actually went out into the grocery store and we yes take, took photographs ourselves of holding fruits and labeling them manually uh it took us like two days of work in a way to label enough data but just by the quality of the data the model just improved drastically with yes. two days of work and we could have taken the yeah. bad data even if we spend one month trying to make better models with bad data it wouldn't have helped like just two days yes, of work exactly. of effort just greatly increased the quality yes exactly that's that's that that's why we are putting a lot of effort in in labeling and it's it's uh, very critical also that uh, that you do uh, the training uh, with the uh, with the customer data that mm. there we know that there is a lot of uh, you know ready made uh, uh, data mm -hmm. but uh, but um, what we have found out that you have to always have you know uh, based your training to customer data that way we get the kind of uh, outcome the customer wants and the uh, the quality is uh, good and the data accuracy is uh, what uh, what we want to have. Mm -hmm. I see what you mean. Yeah. So you actually take data from the customers. Um, yes. And then you have people sit and watch a lot of football and uh, <laughs> uh, label yes. the data and then you feed it to your model. So, okay. So let's get into some history, right? How did yep. this... How did your company and your product evolve over time? Where did you start? Yes, um, our history goes back to the 2000, uh, already 2016, when we had um, pleasure to have a so-called demonstrator project in the University of Oulu and funded by Business Finland and um, in, in University of Oulu in the computer vision department and the computer vision department, they have been doing uh, computer vision research like over 30 years. And uh, so um, they have a um, long experience that and we we had a chance to have a look at that, um, how we can utilize the, the research uh, uh, done in the department for sports and um, and we start looking at how we can uh, 
use computer vision and video analysis for sports. And during that demonstration project time, we understood that there is a huge business opportunity and not only in sport analytics, but sport streaming and broadcasting and security and uh, uh, just named few. And during that time, we decided that we start with the sport analytics and but because things went uh, uh, COVID game, we we need to fine tune our business and start looking at sport streaming and broadcasting and also security. So so that is our short history and uh, how everything started. So there is two founders. There is I and my co-founder Sami, and he has a long history in and creating and developing uh, computer vision and video analysis applications. And he has also a PhD in, in, in computer vision. Mm. And my role in the beginning as still is that I'm looking the business side. I see what you mean. I see. So, you know, since we mentioned uh, security and surveillance, how, who are, the, who are your customers on that front? Are these like, uh, you know, regular people who have, who install a camera in there? How, like, who buys, who buys those systems uh, from you? Um, in security side, we are working with partner and um, in security side, uh, we are doing uh, only business to business. So at this moment, we are not providing our service, you know, regular customers at all. And what we have uh, concentrated so far is, is a bank sector, uh, financial sector, bank sector that we understand uh, specific events uh, in the bank. So, um, yeah, that's that's how we have um, um, enlarged our business in security side. <laughs> so that system is again still like it takes the video from the the cameras and then it analyzes the video and it finds events. Is that the same the same technology applied to this one? Exactly. Yes, the same idea uh, applies to the security and uh, video analysis in 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 in, uh, in bank side also. Interesting. So with so many, so banks are like, they have uh, a lot more different types of people and, you know, a lot more chaotic environment in a way. I mean, football is also very chaotic, but in a bank, it's much more like so many different types of events, right? That people yes. are looking for. Like, yeah. Can, yeah. can you give like a few, a few, few examples of things that you have to train your model to detect? If that's okay. Yeah. Yeah, in, in uh, you mean in the bank sector? Mm -hmm. Yeah, in the financial. Service. Yeah, in the in the financial sector. Uh, so in 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 financial sector, we uh, have concentrated on to analyze people behavior in specific um, uh, in specific environment that uh, that uh, how they are behaving and also what they are carrying. So mm, we can understand if they are carrying like a bag or is, uh, you know, GAN or is it, uh, you know, something on, we can specify uh, something uh, unusual. I see what you mean. I see what you mean. So, uh, so in that case, do the people, is like, who's, so in this case, who's the end user? Like, is it a security the guard or is it somebody else? Yeah, in this uh, security case, the uh, end user is... Uh, um people uh, is, is is the video um 
like CCTV systems, like the, that the, there is somebody monitoring what's happening in the you know specific uh, area in the bank. Mm -hmm. So when something you know specific uh, is happening, uh, people is uh, moving you know specific way. So we understand, and then there we send an alarm to the the system sends alarm to to the uh, monitoring that now there is something un, uh, uh, unusual is happening. Mm, I see. And the the other case is would be that um, you know there are these um, ATM bank machines mm -hmm. uh, 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 environment. So if there is a, you know people lying there in the you know, spe specific uh, area, then we can understand that. Mm, I see, I see. Uh, okay, so one more one more thing uh, that I think, um, I think is less of a problem or in maybe your region, but it's something that comes up a lot in, you know, in talks about safe AI these days, right? People are talking all about safe AI, AI that doesn't have bias. I mean, of course, all machine models have bias, but uh, yes. they believe that, for example, a lot of the security uh, systems, if they use machine learning, then they disproportionately target people who have certain skin colors or certain types of clothes or something like that. What are Has that been a factor you know, that influenced your system design or did that come up as a problem or do people ask you about it or what's the general sentiment towards such concerns? I mean, in, in America, for example, in North America, it's a pretty big, you know, not that big, but it, it is a thing that's being discussed in the tech industry, right? Yes, that's, that's a very, very topical issue. And I I believe that there are concerns and um, it's always uh, dependent on what we teach the system find. Yeah. So, of course, we can uh, teach the system find the specific, you know, color of the jacket or something like that, or like we can understand that if somebody is carrying a weapon, for example. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but so far, we have not issue or meet that kind of uh, bias or challenge at all in our business. Mm -hmm. And uh, when, yeah, so sport, sport is maybe that kind of that there is maybe there is not coming that kind of issue, but uh, maybe in other businesses that can, that may happen that have to take consideration these kind of uh, biased issues mm, i see what you mean um and okay cool let me see <laughs> let me see what other questions i have <laughs> um, okay so what's uh, so last question what's the next step for your company what are you typically focused on right now What's okay, or maybe let me ask you a more specific question, right? What has been the most difficult thing for you so far? You know, we all face challenges as entrepreneurs. So, what's been the biggest uh, challenging time, or uh, for you as a for you for your company? Uh, I must say that it was when this COVID 
came in that sport ended totally mm. that we need to fine tune our business that where we get revenue so that was you know stopping point that we needed to decide that how we continue mm. with our business and what we will do so so that was sort of a moment that uh was very difficult and i think that i'm not the only one yeah what was that like like how long did it take you or to get to out understand of that, that. Yeah. yeah uh it didn't take a long time it takes maybe one week to understand that now everything is closing and but to recover that it take it took uh uh like maybe half year maybe it took too long mm-hmm. to recover but uh, but it takes time in this business to train models and get into the back to the business so it's it's not like that instantly that uh, you just turn around and change very fast what you are doing because it takes it takes research and it takes uh, training and it's uh, it it just take time mm. yeah uh, you know it's it's not like you just code something you ship an mvp with you know by training by like you know just coding 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 and you have a new product <laughs> in a few days right yeah yeah no it's not like yeah it's it's uh, yeah it requires a lot of work to to change the mm. business direction yeah uh, the product development cycles are longer so how yes, does that that's right. how does that also affect you know you know since not too many people are building a com- building machine learning companies how yeah. does how does having a long product development cycle and also you're selling something that has machine learning so it's a black box in a way right so yes. what is it like to go to market with this kind of a technical company uh, model yes that's very interesting question and uh, um it's very challenging because um machine AI as such is sort of a new topic and computer vision and or machine learning. There are new topics and pe- uh, t- people have different expectations and understanding that uh, how those can be applied to the business. So it's uh, at this moment, it's a bit sort of uh, educating also customers that what we can provide for them. Mm-hmm. And that takes time. So uh, uh, sales cycles are uh, long mm-hmm. and uh, especially that because we are focusing on sports yeah. so um, it takes a bit uh, it's a bit more time and uh, also in security side uh, it takes a bit bit uh, longer but the good thing is that there is need that we see that there is a need for this kind of business and service mm-hmm. So when you say that you know in the sports industry, I get I believe people are more very non-technical, like they don't really understand uh, much machine learning or technology. What's it like to what's it like to pitch them, and what what are their responses like? I'm I'm very I'm very curious. <laughs> yes, like, that's, that's, <laughs> uh, yes, um, yes. Um, most of the 
I think that in many other businesses, uh, people are not very technical and uh, or, or only what they want to want to see and hear is the end product. They are not that interested about the technology or even though we as a technical people, we love to, you know, describe that we do this thing and that and uh, it, it makes this. And so it's it's so fascinating. But the final uh, customers, they are not interested about this, uh, these small details. They are more interested about that, how fast they get the highlights and mm. and what highlights they can get. And yeah, so... Um, so we we try to keep the the this uh, the the technology description as as short and simple as possible mm -hmm. and uh, so do they also come to you with custom requests like oh i also want to see this type of highlight and then can you train the model for that yeah. for me for by next week yes. or something like that yes yes we have and uh, some and uh, sometimes we need to say that unfortunately we cannot do that and um, there are many uh, for many reasons that for example the camera angle is the kind of that uh, it's difficult to you know to estimate the you know for example uh, running speed into that direction oh. if the camera is you know front of the uh front of the horse or player mm. that uh, it's it's difficult to estimate the uh running speed or distance because of the camera angle oh yeah this is for the horse rating horse racing uh industry for example right what's yes what, exactly. are they, what kind of events i'm just curious what kind of events are they interested in seeing in horse racing because it just one race, all the horses running, and then poop, you finish the race, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they are interested to see the, you know, the last uh, one or two hundred meters. Uh, mm -hmm. What's happening in in the in the before just before what uh, they come to the uh, uh, final? Mm -hmm. So uh, you know, if I understand correctly, in a horse race, you know. If there's a person sitting and they know, like, okay, the last 102 meters, I know that, okay, as soon as this happens, I can instantly, within 30 seconds, find that, uh, you know, snippet of the video. What, yeah. is, the, what is the advantage in, in something like horse racing, which is very one-dimensional as a sporting event? Yeah. Yeah. What is the yeah. advantage of machine learning over a human being doing that? So what, what does, how does machine learning augment that? process of finding yeah, interesting yeah. highlights yes uh the number of uh, horse racing and horse races are a, a huge i mean that uh, uh it's 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 a, such a big so if um if there is a production company and they are streaming you know 10 10 uh horse racing uh, horse races you know simultaneously oh. uh, in the same day so it's then comes AI and automation that because we can automatically find uh, these specific events from the video and then deliver those um, highlights to the producer and then they can share those to the final audience. So when there are, you know, multiple streams uh, or multiple uh, competitions, mm. then we can... Uh, we can automate the whole process. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Interesting. Is that common for like, so you're saying that in horse racing, you typically have multiple races going on at the same time at the same uh, event, like, is that in the same venue or all over? No, 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 there's not in this. Yeah, not in the same venue, but uh, like the, the the producing companies, they have you know multiple uh, races going on. So and they when they want to share the highlights uh, uh, from those matches, so by manually doing these uh, uh, snippets from the you know final t- uh, two hundred meters, it's it's uh, it's very very. Uh, consuming very much uh, manpower. Interesting. I would never have thought of that uh, because her horse races are quick, right? Like they just yeah. shoot the horse yeah. release and they all run, 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 run. And then, yeah. uh, and then it's yeah. over. Yes. And what we'd like to do is that um, in the future, in like in horse racing, that um, uh, that uh, we can um, analyze uh, the horse races uh, like like uh, one horse uh, when it's running throughout the but that requires that we that the horse is uh, that that we uh, teach the system more thoroughly than uh, what we have done now so it requires more more work wow what kind of what kind of training what kind of inputs does your model need because every horse race the last 200 meters kind of it's like okay, horses are coming near the finish line, so by this yeah. distance, that's 200 meters. That's at the event, right? What the what is the yeah. input to the model that you have to train it on? Uh, what what uh, what we could do is that when we see the uh, horse uh, horse number, mm-hmm. that, that that's something that we could train, or we could train uh, the outfit of the uh, rider, for yeah. example. Mm-hmm. Those are the two things. Interesting. Wow, that's a very interesting use case. Well, mm. yes, there are a lot of opportunities. Just to have the just to pick up the best, best uh, for you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Andri, for sharing your experiences so openly with us uh, i really enjoyed this episode i learned a lot of you know interesting uh, new things and uh, thank you so much for being here thank you Eamon. this was really my pleasure to be your guest in this uh, podcast and uh, and um, yes thank you for being for your quest appreciate it well thank you so much